What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and... The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. I am your host, Dino Red. And I'm your girl, Dijon Monique. What's <laughs> up, everybody out there in podcast land? Thank y'all for tuning in. Oh, and this is Pip Lily. I'm sitting here, too. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it different today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I had... A interesting night last night. Yeah. Yeah. I got with some old college friends that I hadn't seen in 30 years. Wow. All right. So y'all really, but y'all hung like all the time in college probably. We actually, we were, we hung out. We weren't like the best of friends. Okay. You know, but we were, we were friends, you know, and some of us were closer than others, whatever. It was three girls, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and me. And uh, I think the three girls were closer to each other than to me, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> uh, and in school, I was closer to the one girl, Shonda. Shout out to Shonda, hey, Terry, Shonda. and uh, Leticia. Hey, y'all. But after school, uh, I've become closer with Leticia. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Talisha, uh, Leticia lives way out. And uh, we went out and hung out with her and her husband and, uh, you know. And the three of us, plus like another friend of theirs, whatever. And it was cool. Just my wife. My wife came. We just had a little dinner party and we reminisced a little bit, but we mostly talked about just, you know, a little this mm-hmm. and a little that. But it was just, it was real cool to see some good friends from 30 years. Oh, that just yeah. didn't even seem right. Like Terry was like, I think it's been 30. I'm like, nah, it ain't been 30 years. And she's like, yeah, I think it's been 30. Years. I'm I like, nah, it ain't been 30 years. You haven't seen them at all in 30 years? Mm-mm. No. Wow. Well, one, like Shonda is out of state. She's like a professor at Hampton in Virginia. Wow. And she's like this big time poetess. And she's uh, just written her second book. And. Terry is um she's still local. She's um um she I don't know if I'm like supposed to be telling too much of their business or whatever. But uh you <laughs> well, know she's giving up she, on the tea. <laughs> I just wanna know did you did y'all have some drinks? Did but, y'all drink? Yeah, we, yeah drink? we we had some drinks. Um I had this little foo-foo sissy-fied drink that Letitia made that was uh, some kind of, it was like with coconut rum and pineapple. This shit okay. was good. Okay. Sound good. But, uh, good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was scrumptious. I, I love, I love, <laughs> I love Dijon so much. Because Dijon's like, now what y'all do? What you drink? 
<laughs> this is the they person know. who says like she's not into like I'm not really a heavy drinker, but like her first question is what y'all drink. I know I'm a lightweight, <laughs> so I'm always interested to see what people are drinking. Like, oh, we were tossing back shots of whiskey, and we were drinking. I don't know. She's drinking think vicariously that. through you, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. Well, and uh, uh, Kevin, a friend of uh, a friend of James that was there, which is Letitia's husband, he introduced me to some new kind of uh, what was it? Some kind of new cognac. Mm. It was clear. Oh, it was clear and like tasteless, mm. but That's smooth. That's interesting. I it might was be down interesting. For that. Well, who makes it? I, uh, a very popular. Uh, cognac maker. I can't think of the name of it right now. I don't want to say maybe like Remy Martin or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. But it's it's it looks like vodka or something mm-hmm. like water, and it all all I taste was I. It wasn't bad. I could drink it, but it was not something I would choose because mm-hmm. I like flavor. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was the only flavor was alcohol, yeah. even though it was smooth. But it was just it tasted like alcohol. Yeah. You know, so I wasn't yeah. with that. You know. So I mean, my, you know, my problems with the brown, I love brown liquor, but uh, some mm-hmm. of the problems with the brown liquor is actually the fact that what gives it the flavor is uh-huh. also what gives you all some of the issues oh, with it, right. too. And yeah. all the additives is also mean a lot of sugar in it mm-hmm. sometimes and stuff like that, yeah. too. So I usually try to kick, keep the clear liquids like I, really? I drink tequila and vodka usually well i feel like i'm not drinking alcohol for my health anyway so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm right. saying so if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it for the I taste so. but they yeah. gotta think about the long run <laughs> when you but i don't uh, but i'm not a he- I, I, I drink probably less than you so it's not a you know it's not an issue Probably. Yeah, I prob- I'm pretty sure I drink less than you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would bet money. Okay. okay. I, drink, I drink a couple times a week. Yeah, see, I don't. I'm, a, I'm pretty regular. Yeah. I'm not either. I have my little moments, maybe, because yeah. it's usually it's generally social. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll have yeah. a bottle of wine at home, but I never have more than like a glass and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, every now I and can. then I'll, I'll do a, a margarita, but I don't, even, I don't even average. I don't even. I probably. At best, I average a drink a month. Wow. Ooh, that is at best. That's yeah, that's far and few. Yeah, and that's and that's up from a couple of times a year. Wow. Yeah, wow. I used to just be like a you know a New Year's Eve, you know, big party kind of drinker. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like twice a year or something. Wow. But so cool. I'm I'm up a little bit more than that. Like I had like last night, I had three drinks. I had three drinks last night, which is you know. For me, a lot, but not a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think I had a drink at the Cheesecake Factory probably two months ago. And then before that, the last drink I had was like, I can't even remember. Okay, probably well, like look, like New Year's Eve or something. I have some <laughs> champagne every Sunday. Okay. I have champagne. Yeah. But, you know, I work, at the, I work uh-huh. at a reggae club on Sunday. You don't so. have to, like, make up excuses. No, I'm not making you up can, an excuse. You, even you if sound I didn't like you're trying to qualify. Like, I, well, I work at a... No, you I was going to drink it. Nothing wrong with it. Actually, nothing I was going to say how, I was actually going to say how this fits in my budget. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I, I work at a reggae club every Sunday, so it's not you know it's like my little thing that I uh-huh. do. I have my champagne. I drink my champagne. And yeah, that's what I like. But yeah, I know you thought I drink more than I do, huh? Because I talk about it a lot. I just no, don't actually do it. I didn't think that you drink more. Than, I'm always. Well, you sound like you doubted that I drank I, less than you. No, because I'm a, no, I'm like genuinely, I'm genuinely a lightweight. If I right. have three glasses of champagne, I'm cooked. Like I gotta like <laughs> sleep in my car. I can't drive. Note like, to I'm self. Like, 
cooked three glasses of champagne and like the whole my whole work shift. Like I'm cooking. We're gonna have a drinking show before too long, and That's I can't fine. wait to and see I'm you gonna get like what one day when you guys don't have any place to go after this. I was just gonna say it's this couch right here in the <laughs> yep, studio. Exactly. I'm gonna try to bring my blanket. <laughs> I'm a baby gonna need a nap. <laughs> baby gonna need a nap and some water <laughs> and a fan. Fast. I'm a lightweight. One glass of champagne. I mean, a, a tall glass of red wine. I'm ready for a nap. <laughs> I need to lay down. Weed is my champagne. Oh my! God. Oh okay. Maybe no. you know what that is. Maybe I'm a smoker. I'm not a drinker. So that's probably just what it that's is. That's my. Thing. You know, I just I with the weed. I don't really need to drink as often. I drink because it's not socially acceptable to smoke a joint inside of a bar. Mm-hmm. Yet still, no, yeah. Until well, I you couldn't anyway. Until you didn't I smoke inside. Right, right. But that's that's if I if I could, I would just have the weed instead because I don't really need the drinks. Well, you got to yeah. come to the reggae club on Sundays, but My Sundays are generally speak Well, now I, I hang out with y'all on Sundays, but uh, uh, my normal, if I don't have anything to do with the Sunday is mine, I like to get up. I like to smoke some weed and listen to gospel get music. Up, get up, get up. <laughs> wake, up wake up, wake up, wake up. I get high and listen to the Clock Sisters. There you go. That's what I like you to do. What about sunshine. Sunday, Sunday yeah. night? You got to come and get your reggae, get your Bob Marley in, feed your soul, get your Rasta. All right, all yeah, right. It's, cool. it's free before 11. So, all right, you, you got to no get me tips. out at night, though. Better get my rolling myself up in there. If it ain't no dick, I ain't going out at night. Whoa, it's in there. We got it. It's there. All righty then. I'm just being real. Keep That's it at a thousand. <laughs> Look, it's in Hollywood. The club is in Hollywood. Oh, well, so then there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All right, let's get this show on the road. Yay. News and noteworthy. So that HBO hacker is added again, and he has now released uh, some episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is not actually due out to uh, or not due out until October. In case you guys didn't know, the very popular Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David, the creator or co-creator of Seinfeld Mm -hmm. with his um, kind of uh, Seinfeld-esque series (laughs) of his own. uh has come back, you know, after several years of, like, maybe I'll come back, maybe I won't, and people and fans saying, oh, okay, yeah, we want you back, we want you back, decided to come back, supposed to come back in October, and the hacker got a hold of some episodes and has released, I, I think he's released them. The thing is, I haven't found those yet. I, I get all the I get all the uh, Game of Thrones episodes, but I haven't found any Curb yet. I'm gonna have I to like get that. on that. I, I love, like that. I, I love, love Curb. I love that show too. Yeah. He's he's hilarious. He is I hilarious. I'm excited to see if I come across the Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm definitely gonna sneak a peek at those. Really? For real? Yes. So you were you a big Curb fan too? Were you a Seinfeld fan as well? I'm a, I was a Seinfeld fan. Uh-huh. I didn't really watch Curb Your Enthusiasm when it came on because I didn't uh-huh. have HBO and I was still kind of young at that time. Okay. Um, but. I'm nervous. This this hacker is getting closer and closer to getting to my insecure. And oh, I he already not... got insecure. No, shut up. Yeah, he got insecure too. Where is out? Yeah, there's oh. there's a, yeah, he's leaked some insecure. I just I haven't yeah, I'm not he, into insecure. So. Isn't the deal like he's telling HBO? Is it like a ransom thing? Like you gotta pay us money, I but we're gonna so. be releasing more episodes. Yeah, and what? that kind of thing. Plus, they, again, they have emails of ex- top executives and where like that. where yeah. uh, where are they releasing them to? The internet. To the internet, just to, to internet. internet. Yeah, that's all you yeah. need. Yeah, right? that's, yeah. The H HB, and HBO is like kind of pissed off, like with the media, because the media, like every time episodes show up online, they run to HBO for a quote or whatever, and mm-hmm. HBO's like, you know what, y'all, we ain't playing this. Right. Like, okay, it's been reported that a hacker got into our shit and mm-hmm. you know took some 
uh, some of our creative property or whatever and has released it. We're not going to play this game of, you know, every time something comes out, you guys are come running to us, whatever. Because that's enabling the hacker. Right. He's like, that's what he wants. And it's like, obviously, we're upset about it. Obviously, we don't want this to happen. And we're done talking about it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're going to be hearing any more from, at least that's the way they made it sound. But uh, Yeah, right. This yeah. hacker is going to drop all those episodes. And HBO's not going to let that happen. What I, can I'm they do about it? Yeah, exactly. What can they do about they it? They're going to pay him that money. Pay him what he's asking for. Well, he's been Give dropped. Him what he's asking for. I don't, I don't know if they're going to do that. Because that's you know why? Money. why? Because that the same reason why we don't negotiate with terrorists. Because once you do that, then that opens the floodgates. Mm-hmm. So another hacker is going to come in because, I mean, hacking is like, you yeah, know, okay. there's a lot of people who can do that. So if he can do it, there's another hacker out there that can do it. And then he's going to do it and, and hold, try to hold them for ransom, whatever, if they're going to pay. So they're not going to pay. They're just going to have to bite it. But isn't there some way that not they gonna could pay. set up arrangement like through the the CIA, FBI, whatever, whoever federal organization would hold, handle something like this where, you know, it's like a trap. Like give them the money and then trace the money. Money can mm. be traced. That's true. That's true. That's a great idea. That's possible, I guess. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But I don't, I don't know, think it. I well, first idea. of all, I know, I know it doesn't fall under the jurisdiction of uh, the CIA, maybe the FBI. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the CIA who would do it. International yeah. But, yeah. That, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what but, if they're not here? What if this person is in, you know, yeah. Germany? Even still, though, that's beyond the scope. I mean, CS, C, CIA is their intelligence more gathering like they don't they don't they don't practice law enforcement right. of any mm-hmm. kind okay. which is why they can do a lot of the underhanded stuff that they do oh, right. wow. because they're not trying to they're put anybody cops. on trial right, right. right. it doesn't matter if they're sleeping with somebody for information or whatever it's not going to be a trial about it right. so exactly. it doesn't matter yeah. if it's a conflict or if that's against them it doesn't matter mm-hmm. but the FBI on the other hand they can't do that type or or anybody else because well, it's like, oh, this agent slept with this person to get this. Oh, no, you can't do that. Right, That's right, like, right. you know, it's not going to hold up in court. They're going to yeah. throw it out. Right. But there's no court for the CIA. The shit that they do is all, all about g- gathering and obtaining exactly. information. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. That's interesting. I wonder what's going to happen, how this is all going to play out. Either find, way it goes, let's just. Uh, I find this all amazing. Yeah. Because this yeah. even happen? Yeah, because I don't know. I, I, I'm so computer illiterate. I don't know how people hack stuff. I'm like, I'm bad at ripping stuff off the torrents and all that stuff. And I don't know how to do that stuff. And I can just barely program my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty tech savvy. So I can definitely see how that, how hackers can get to it. I'm more concerned that HBO is not taking better precautions toward protecting their content i mean they're spending money producing these episodes recording these episodes hiring these actors and this is multiple shows it's not just one show so this is a lot of money that's potentially excuse me potentially i can't but, even talk yeah, potentially going down the drain i don't think that's a fair statement though just because someone's able to get in does not mean that they're not making efforts to keep people out you know what i mean like you can you can put an alarm on your house you can put bars on your house whatever and somebody, if they want to bad enough, somebody can beat your system. No matter what kind of system you have, somebody can beat it. And just because somebody can beat it doesn't mean that you weren't trying to keep them out or that you didn't do your part or, you know, go to great lengths to keep them out. Not to mention, we don't know who this hacker is. It That's could be an inside true. job. That, that could be it could be somebody there that was a temp there that learned some information. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and could That's just so walk true. away and, and maybe find a, 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 a little part where they're they don't have the security they need and just go that way. that way. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, these hackers are brilliant. We got they got I'm some some you. brilliant hackers out there. You know, geniuses. These guys. Yeah. So it's, you saw it's probably like some. 13 year old kids <laughs> in <laughs> Seattle <laughs> in his room like mom stand in my room <laughs> he's trying to get all the curves. is that why the <laughs> ransom demand was like 300 bags of Skittles and, <laughs> and the new Pokemon Go app <laughs> and one stripper right <laughs> well they already got it's Game of easy. Thrones they don't need the stripper right no but yeah and but the, the real life though oh, you know real life I'm telling you. real life bro for real so kobe bryant is uh actually having a sense of humor about himself he mm-hmm. posted some pics on instagram and instagram the ig uh crowd kind of went in on him saying he had a dad by because you know he's retired now and he's put on a few pounds people trip me out the way they get on like athletes and like tyra banks and start calling them fat because they're not in game shape they're not at their at their top, you know, like Tyra wasn't at her top and Kobe's not at it. They're talking about Rihanna's fat and all this kind of stuff. Like, really, guys? Like, I would pay, I would give my left and my right nut probably to be, to have Kobe da- Bryant's uh, dad's bod. Like, mm-hmm. really? That's fat? Like, I would pay, like, like, really? Seriously? That's fat? I would love, I would love to be that kind of fat. I would love to be Kobe Bryant fat. Like, that would be a dream come true. it's not like he's out there running around playing playing basketball anymore and he looks like this like this man is at home with his family eating regular food now chilling what do y'all expect him to look like what do y'all expect right i didn't see these photos before and i'm looking at now and he looked all right to me that's what I said. Uh, but you're right. He not. But he's a public figure. When you're a public figure and people expect you a certain way, like the public expects you to stay that way, and that's I'm, just unfortunate. They just gotta Banks, get over it. When Tyra Banks retired from modeling and she went into her business, nobody could. How could somebody be mad at her for not having a model body and she's not modeling? How could anybody? That's what it seems like to me. How could anybody try to shame somebody for not having a basketball body when they're not playing basketball? Well, these anymore? people don't have these bodies either. Exactly. Right. A lot of exactly. But they expect that out of these other people. But I think sometimes people, and honestly and truly, I think people forget that celebrities are real people. Man, that, yes. And also, yes. another important thing for me about this story is to show that, yes, not to the same extent that women go through it, but men men have it too. We, we get... You know, we have uh, a media and societal pressure to look a certain way Mm -hmm. and we get fat shamed and we get all this other the same stuff that women get. It's just it's not to the same degree, but it still happens. It's not like we don't just have this get out of jail free pass. Right. And it's ridiculous. It really, really is. Because half the people that feel this way don't look as they should as the people who they feel should look a certain way. Half shit. 90 percent. That's what I'm that's what I don't understand about people who post. And he was obviously making fun of himself, so he obviously knew he had put on some pounds. I mean, how could he not know? But that's the internet. But that was a cool thing about it that he just yeah. was like, he was like, "Yep, it's true. I put on a couple pounds. Challenge accepted." He's like, "I'm going to lose it in 30 days or whatever." So he shouldn't have to. But yeah, but I mean, I still like his attitude about it. You know, yeah. like yes, exactly. Especially like he's been accused of not, you know, not being that person, that dude or whatever. But here he is, not playing. So he doesn't like have motive to to, to kiss the uh, the fans' ass mm-hmm. or whatever, but he's still like showing that he can laugh at himself and like whatever. Yeah, I got a dad bod, but I can get rid of this too. Yeah, you know. I, also I love Kobe Bryant. I understand this. This makes sense to me because I my early part of my career, my twenties, I worked 
all as hard as I'm working right now, I worked then in my twenties and I just constantly worked. I didn't have a lot of relationships because mm-hmm. it was all about my career. Mm-hmm. And then when I got into my thirties, I found somebody in Chicago and I was got to be settled a little bit. I'm like, I enjoyed the fuck out of eating and drinking and mm-hmm. just being at home mm-hmm. and playing with the dogs. Yeah. And <laughs> like I didn't you know where I used to be in dance rehearsals eight hours a day and doing shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so I get that. I'm a go I'm go ahead, Kobe. Yes, yeah, I applaud Kobe. Go, I'm not <laughs> mad at him. I love him more now. And you're right, I like his attitude afterwards about it too. I'm although I'm in with you, Dijon, I'd be like, fuck y'all niggas. I'm just right. <laughs> right. I'm I'm gonna go eat a plate of ribs right now. Right. I'd have and been on Instagram like <laughs> I'm <laughs> then I'm gonna go over to Roscoe's and I'm but gonna get see, them fried gizz, fried livers you know, with the gravy the on it, with smothered all my, with all my rings on though. With my gut eating my gizzards. like yeah, I did that. Oh, and I'm good, smothered. You know, that's hilarious. Extra gravy. <laughs> you already know. Oh, y'all like gravy? Oh, I make yeah. I make good gravy. <laughs> Yeah, extra gravy. I can make some good gravy. I'm the designated designated gravy maker Ooh, for my family. Yes. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Am I still drunk from last night or something? I don't know. And I didn't even get drunk last night. Yeah, but if you don't drink that much and you you know it, it, you can still have that holdover. I could, but I didn't. I never got. I didn't even get a buzz because it was a long time. It was like the night was long. We got you there at like five thirty, and we didn't leave until like eleven thirty. And I had three drinks over the course of that. You know. I'm just saying your body might still be processing like you maybe still need some more water and such. Maybe something's going on because I'm like flipping all over my words and stuff. Like what the hell is going on right here? But yeah. uh, you so sure you ain't hit the blunt this morning? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I don't really, I don't really <laughs> like the. I, I used to, I, I had my little period where I did the the Mary Jane and whatnot, and I wasn't really feeling her, with the exception of she gave me. Um, I've I've always had trouble sleeping. I'm um mm-hmm. I have. A lot of anxiety and other issues mm-hmm. that that in my mind just races at night. So I'm not a good sleeper, mm-hmm. and I sleep lightly, so I'm easily a, a, awakened, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah. I, I just have a lot. And I've I've had uh, I've also had uh, insomnia at some points in my life, and I also yeah. used to be a sleepwalker. Oh wow! So yeah, my wife was like, "That's a thing. That's a real thing." <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, that's a real thing. She's like, I thought that was just like on TV or something. I was like, oh, hell no. That's, that's real. Shit is real. Yeah, people yeah. drive and stuff, mm-hmm. sleepwalking. Oh, yeah, it's real what? dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, or can wow. be. Yeah, Lucky yeah. for me, as far the, the the farthest I ever traveled was to the kitchen. It seemed like I always woke up in the kitchen. Like, But it's a horrifying to wake up, yeah, not to like go to bed. sleep and then wake up in, in the kitchen mm-hmm. or just someplace else in the house. And like somebody is like standing there calling your name, Dino. Dino, Dino, like, cause they know you sleep. And yeah. like, my, seemed like my sister was the one that found me the most. Dino, Dino. And I like, all of a sudden, like, it, I snap up and I'd be yeah, awake. And, it, and then I'd be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> then you gotta ask her, what you doing down here? <laughs> no, it was just like, man, like, it was, it was a weird thing. Yeah, like, the whole, I, I did it until I was about, um, Probably about nine, I think. I did it. My brother had that when he was a kid. Really? And I've slept walk as an adult. Okay. Actually, I had to get off Ambien because Ambien re-triggered that in me. Really? Yeah. There would be times I I would uh, wake up in the morning. And it would be a lunch that I had made. Sometimes cook something. Uh Wrote my name on the brown paper bag. It was inside. And I did did, uh, gardening. Oh my God! With yeah. shears, yeah. See, you could and cut your fingers off. Yeah, or yeah. And I, and I, when I say I cooked, I made lunch and stuff like that. And I opened the lunch, and it would wow. be like shit. 
It'd be like <laughs> like like a tortilla. Oh my god! With some uh, uh, cur- curry sauce <laughs> and cream cheese and uh, oh leftover chicken right. with some oh. raisins in it and some something or another. And I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? And wow. I grilled it. You know, <laughs> George Foreman, that shit. Wow, that's horrible. I had a cousin. She used to sleep with her eyes open. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. That was strange. Like to yeah. wake up and be going to the bathroom. Like, cash. Yeah, you, you sleep. I've heard of that too. But she'd be like looking right at you, like. <laughs> yeah. So I, I said all that to say that I've always had trouble. I've never been a good sleeper. Um, Besides at least, that. at least, at least from. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never had, I've never been a good sleeper, but. Um, Smoking weed, that that was the only time that was the best sleep I ever got was off of weed, especially if I had like a combo buzz with like, you know, a little bit of alcohol and a little bit of weed, whatever. I really didn't. There's something about me where I don't process drugs like normal people. Like I don't really get like I've never gotten any type of euphoric feeling from me. I've been on morphine and whatever like uh i know people who get excited about vicodin vicodin make me constipated that's yeah. it you know what i'm saying no, i don't, I I don't get mean. any kind of i know people who like when they injure themselves and they get a prescription of vicodin they get excited because uh, they take me. it and they yeah see <laughs> i don't i can't relate to that i feel nothing i don't caffeine i can i could drink a cup of coffee and go uh, i could drink a cappuccino and go straight to sleep mm. i could drink a mountain dew go straight to sleep wow i mean i get up in the morning and i have coffee when i get to work but it's not to wake me up it's because that's like that's my breakfast routine, yeah. yeah and if i don't have the coffee i'm perfectly fine mm-hmm. like you know there's no adverse re- yeah i just i don't it doesn't it's something weird about me that i don't really you know i don't really get the so i would be like you know so that's why i really didn't have much incentive to 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 do weed yeah. because i didn't really alcohol i get the best buzz out of any anything else you mm-hmm. know that i've been exposed to and even that like for how little I drink, it takes more than you would think to give me. That's what I was saying. I was like not even buzzed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's been times when you know I'll do a couple of shots or whatever. And still, just for somebody who doesn't drink like I do, who who does not drink regularly, it it takes more than it should to mm-hmm. get me, you know, yeah. to that place. Yeah, so I love just, the herb. Just weird like me that. Me too. I love weed like fat people love cake. I'm telling you, <laughs> I ain't lying. Mm-hmm. I ain't lying. I've been doing this since I was a teenager, and now this is this explains a lot about me. So I was always like a studious little kid, mm-hmm. like, and I just I never liked schoolwork, mm-hmm. but I always like if I got interested in a subject, I'm gonna find out everything about the subject. Mm-hmm. So I'm in high school, and people are talking about smoking weed, and and I'm like, oh, I'm curious now. So mm-hmm. I actually go and research. Mm-hmm. I go to the Peoria Public Library. I read books of fee about the effects. I read about cult- counterculture. I read other stuff, you know, warnings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm like, I finally get to be 15. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm gonna try. It. <laughs> so I got a real strict mom, real religious, and you know, she never let me do anything. I'm the mm-hmm. oldest. She had me when she was a teenager. She's very, mm-hmm. you know, and she's really protective. So she goes out of town. I think she goes to visit her cousins in Indiana. And I'm by myself, and I'm supposed to be good, but it's a party. I finally get to go to a school party. I never get to go, so I go to the school party. friend of mine from my class is there. His brother sells weed. I'm like, what can I get for $5? It's the 80s. I get five joints. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes. Yes. Straight up hookup. And I smoked the first one with him Mm -hmm. and this other girl that we was, you know, we was in school together. We had the party. 
I also get a little bit brown liquor in me too, and I'm feeling real good. <laughs> but then I get the munchies, and I go to Steak and Shake, and, which is like a block away from the party. Mm-hmm. But we could see the party because all the houses between Steak and Shake and this house was torn down. Because they was redeveloping this area. Okay. And so I'm sitting there eating my little patty melt, my french fries, my milkshake. And sure enough, the police show up at that party. And I see niggas run out the back door of the house. I can see them from the steak and shake. And the police going and and like knocking and coming in the front door and stuff like that. And I'm just laughing and giggling and eating my patty melt. (laughs) (laughs) Then the next time I had it, we went to go see Nightmare on Elm Street, the original one. Oh, my God. And the next time I had it, we went to go see Psycho at the school movie. They had a school movie. And me and my friend Sherry Daly walked around the football field smoking a joint, got caught by the art teacher who told my cousin, who was going to school too, who didn't care because he was just, you know, he's an art teacher. Yeah. So I only know about it because my cousin said, we saw you. You were smoking. You were smoking that weed. You was walking around the football field. The art teacher said something to me. And uh, I don't want to say his name. I, I think he's still living. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, we saw. He's like, he's like, he, nobody could believe you were smoking. I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> I was a late bloomer. I didn't start smoking until I was like 18, 19. I used to be against it. I used to be like, because my mom smoked weed, so I would be like, you should stop. And this is not good. And da 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 da. da. Then one day, and I went with my friends, and I tried some weed, and I was like, no, oh, it's not that bad. And so, ever since then, maybe not, like, right away, but uh, maybe, like, a year, two years later, I was all in. I didn't do it in college, though, when most people do it. Really? Yeah, I was was really studious in college. I didn't even start smoking until, like, start smoking regularly until I was, like, 20, 21. And I was was pretty religious my first in college, too. I was very devout, because I was trying not to be gay. I wonder if Shonda Rhimes gets high. Mm. I don't know. She's got a creative mind. She's got a creative mind. She got to. You but, seen her hair? She got the guy. <laughs> That's how she lost all that weight. Oh, I know, right? Does smoking weed make you lose weight? I don't. I'm just. I don't think it does. Cause you just, get the munchies. I'm just saying. I but, know. Every time I, I'm trying to be on a diet and I smoke some good weed and I get the real good munchies, I be like, man, I'm about to break this diet right now. <laughs> every time. <laughs> every time. Well, Shonda Rhimes, aka the best thing. For black women since Oprah, yeah, mm-hmm. she's uh, she's leaving ABC for Netflix. I heard that? That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah. It is. that's huge. I think for Shonda and is huge for Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not the biggest Shonda fan. I mean, I don't. You know, I don't have anything against her. Well, not really. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, I like her. I don't. I don't love her like black women do. And no, I get she. What well, the programming that she's putting on is not really built for you. Yeah, I, you're not I, the I, audience. For I, it. I watch Scandal because. Only for my wife. Um, I'm not into it, but I do. I do love Grey's. Like, I only really watch How to Get Away with Murder. Now my ex Grey's. was into Grey's, and I was like, I can't be watching sexy doctors have problems. Mm. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> I like Grey's. I've been with it since day one, so I've been riding with it for a long time. I'm happy so, that she gets to keep but, all of her shows that she. Yeah, that that ABC is cool. Yeah, there. she right. She gets to keep all her ABC shows, but just anything further, she's going yeah. to be working with. Uh, I think that's for cool. Netflix. ABC so. didn't make her or make her. Choose. Well, they can't. Well, I don't. I was gonna say, yeah, it's it's kind of like part of her contract. Uh, she she but. probably had an overall deal with ABC. Um, yeah. That's probably that she's delivered on it more of over and right, beyond. Over and beyond. And yeah. now she has probably another overall deal with Netflix, and that's that's pretty common industry. When I worked at HBO, there actually were people that had overall deals <clears> there <throat> that you knew from NBC mm-hmm. or blah blah blah. It's just it's just a contract that says you're gonna work with us to create X amount of con- content. You know, we expect 
this amount of shows in this time frame. And I'm I'm excited to see what she can do on this platform. Yeah. Because I feel like Netflix is a platform that's like um Amazon and and uh AMC and some of these other alternative there's something that's different from the the, the big three or big four uh, networks they they the, the programming tends to be of a higher caliber mm-hmm. you know yeah, because and, yeah. I, and I think that's because because I'm basing this on all of the interviews that I've heard with these creators that, yeah. that go to Amazon and these other places like AMC with The Walking Dead and HBO and these places the one thing that I hear constantly over and over again the common thread is that the execs, they, they, they sign them, and they take care of the business, and, and the then arts. they leave them alone. The mm-hmm. They leave them alone. They don't give a whole bunch of notes. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, these Creative freedom. Yeah. The, the networks, they're very hands-on, and mm-hmm. they're really all about notes, and they're all about you know what the audience thinks right. and, and doing tests, whatever. And oh, yeah. these other alternative uh, networks, for lack of a better word, they're more like, fuck all that. You, you're, you're the creative genius. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Go create. You know. We have and, our subscribers, so right. well, we just we, we want you to put out the good content. Right, and I think you get a much better product for. Yeah, it. I mean, I don't I think agree. you can argue with. I mean, you no. look at the Emmy nominations and look at the shows that come out and you know on these other uh, venues versus uh, network television. Mm-hmm. It's just like it, it, even the the lesser of those shows are still head and shoulders above the stuff that we see on networks. Absolutely. My oh, favorite yeah. two yeah. comedies right now are Masters of None mm-hmm. and Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them shows would be on ABC, NBC, right. or mm-hmm. even right. or Fox. Even. Mm-hmm. And they w- and if they were, they would not be the shows that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Are you guys surprised that she left ABC and went to Netflix? Surprised? No. I mean, no. it's business. It's, I'm not. Yeah. And she's created an empire. And so she's, she's yeah, building she's, an empire. She's done... ABC, you know what I mean? She's done that, and she I feel is like ABC almost. I feel uh, that's like what I'm saying. I feel like she conquered it, though. I feel like she's the the type of person that she's looking for her next challenge, and she conquered ABC. It's like, and she still has three shows on there. Other, so. yeah. other, other than running ABC, the entire network. What else could she do? You know what I mean? Like other than being the president of ABC, it's really like nothing else she could do. She's about to put out some dope stuff on Netflix. So. That's what I believe she's about to do now. We'll I, that's see. what I hope. Yeah, that's what we'll I hope. See. I hope whatever she does is dope. You know, yeah, I'm, I always, sure, I'm sure it will be. I know it's going to push the envelope because it's on Netflix. This will also she probably allow her to do things like uh, uh, feature, like films. Yeah, and probably like some limited well, runs. That actually came like up series. last night. They said uh, I can't, I can't, I don't think they could think of the name of it last night either. They said she did one movie and it flopped. And my wife thinks that oh, she's just going to stay in her lane now. But I don't necessarily think that that's true. I don't necessarily think that. Just because she's had success in television and not in in movies so far, that TV is her oh, lane, lane right. you know. And it's so funny that my wife would say that because she's the one who's always talking about that they're so quick to put you in a box, right. and that's exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Nashonda Rhimes saying, "Oh, okay, she's you know." But yeah, I don't. I I just uh, just because she hasn't had the success yet, I don't think she's incapable of it. So I just we'll listened see. to an interview on RuPaul's podcast, "What's mm-hmm. the Tea," with Thelma Houston. And Thelma Houston was signed with uh, Motown Records. She, mm-hmm. I think she said she signed in 72, but she didn't have a hit for like four years. Mm-hmm. And they didn't drop her. They kept her. You know, sometimes you just got to hold on. And mm-hmm. then, Who were we talking about? Who'd you say? Thelma Houston. Don't, don't Leave Me This Way. I, disco song. I don't know any of I don't know that name or the song. Oh, that's not Ring of Bell. That's my favorite disco song of all time. Yeah, don't I was pretty young away. during the disco 
period. It's still around yeah. though. It's a classic. I feel you. Okay. You heard the song before, probably. Just, yeah, that, no, definitely. This one okay. you definitely have okay. heard. You just don't right. aren't recalling it. But yeah, Houston, or, I didn't know the name. No relation it, to so. Sissy or Whitney. Okay, um, but, <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Yeah, but she was on Motown, and uh, they kept her for years, even after, without a hit. You know, and then actually she had, you know, her records were flops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And most artists today, they definitely would drop them after a year or two. Yeah. But right, they kept right. her on, and then bam. She she hit it and then wow. she, you know wow. she's been basically she's had only really a couple of hits but she's been riding that don't leave me this way she's still riding that today, today. she showed up at any gay club right now <laughs> saying don't leave me this They're way go crazy yeah seriously hands on the and knees. I think she's doing a show at the Ford Theater actually hmm. coming up okay cool. I'm excited about all the new uh, the jobs that are going to be coming up coming up from uh, Shonda doing these new shows. True that, because if she's already got her crews on working on another show, that means she's got to hire new people for mm-hmm. these other shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, there seems to be some shaming going on of black students who choose not to attend HBCUs. I didn't mm-hmm. know that this was a thing. What's what's up with that, Pip? Well, this actually came after the uh, the protest at UVA. Mm-hmm. Um, so the black Twitter response to that was like, well. You know, the black people at, you know, UVA need to be getting out of there. You see how they these people are, that they would have been allowed this stuff on campus. This wouldn't happen at Howard or Hampton, as you mentioned earlier, or something. You know, this wouldn't, you know, mm-hmm. that you should be at uh, HCBUs instead of what I never heard this time before. HWIs, historically white institutions. No, this is called regular college. Right. <laughs> right. Just, just college. Like. Uh, they just trying to get their own UCLA, USC. Well, Cal the State thing Dominion about is, it is, it's, it's, I, I understand the sentiment of black solidarity. I, I definitely understand that. But you can't tell people where they can go to school and where their opportunity lies. What, the reason why HCBUs were formed is because black people didn't have any other, other opportunity. opportunity. Right. Now that the doors are open, why would we segregate ourselves if you don't want to? Mm-hmm. If you want right. to... You have the option to, mm-hmm. but yeah. you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I've and and that one article I read, which I think is actually probably true, is saying that a lot of people choose HBCUs for black people for grad school. Mm-hmm. Like they've already had, they got the education that they wanted as an undergrad at whatever institution they wanted to go to that is known for whatever they're studying, and then they go for the black experience mm-hmm. as a grad student because they already matured a little bit. They're not taking it too too seriously about the. The culture, they know what to take out of mm-hmm. and what to leave behind. But these people that want to tell you you have to and that you're missing out on something and that you're not black enough, I guess, it seems to me, that just seems ridiculous. Yeah, people need to really chill out. And just because you believe your cause is noble or whatever, that doesn't give you the right to try to impose your views on other people. And that just applies across the board. I'm just so tired of people trying to enforce their. It doesn't matter how, you know, how moral or how right you think you are. It comes down to it's your opinion. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I wanted to go to ACBU. You know why I didn't? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, this is actually really true. Of all the schools I applied to and got back to me, um, my number one pick was Grambling. Okay, mm. and I wanted to go to Grambling not because of the academics, but the because band. of the band. Yeah. Uh-huh. I knew it, yeah. the band, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and everybody I knew that went there came back like, "Oh my God, it is so popping down mm-hmm. there! You got to come down." I'm like, "I'm gonna be down south. I'm gonna be with all these niggas. It's gonna be fun." Uh-huh. And then I did. I took my ACT test. 
Now I didn't study. I didn't have no tutors. I didn't do nothing for my ACT mm-hmm. test. And I got and I showed up and like almost was late, and and I got a great score. Okay. And when my score came in, my We've mom. Now to some my great- mom said, when I got my score back, my mom said, uh, judging by your ACT score, for somebody who didn't prep for this test, you are well above the average ACT score for a Grambling student. Mm-hmm. You need to pick a school that's in your lane. If you want to pick another ACPU that's in your lane, fine. So. It just my next pick was Bradley University, which is in my hometown, but I didn't want to go there because it was in my hometown. But my ACT score was the average ACT score at that school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up there. And when we're about historically white institution, it was predominantly white. Ooh. It was so, 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 so white. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that didn't matter. I found my black friends. I also was in my own community, so I already had black friends. Right. Um, so I, 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 had, I had the experience I needed to have. Well, the reason why I didn't choose an HBCU is because I felt like this. Uh, I am black. My family's black. You know, my neighborhood was black. I grew up around black. I know how to navigate the black world. But guess what? I don't live in a black world. Right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to wait until after I graduated from college to learn how to interact with white people mm-hmm. you know even though i i did have uh, there was some there were other minorities in my neighborhood like you know latinos and whatnot and some some asians but there weren't a lot i didn't have a whole lot of interaction with white people i was like so i want to go to it. i want to go to a school that's got plenty of white folks because mm-hmm. that's that's the world that's the world mm-hmm. and i want to i don't want to wait until i'm working in that world to try to f- figure out you know or get to know them and how they are and to deal with them so that's right. why i'm not going to a historically black college i don't need that experience i have the black experience yeah i don't think anybody should be shamed for not choosing them to choose whatever school they want to choose if you want to choose an historically white school or whatever if you want to go to a predominantly black or historically black school that's your choice but i think there are pros and cons to each everything yeah to everything (laughs) so you you as an individual have to weigh your options i think that that Going to a historically black college, there will be a greater opportunity to meet like-minded African-American people and do great networking and all that will be great. But I think also, depending on what you want to do, what if you want to go to school to be an engineer and you can't find the right HBCU that can get you to the level that you want to be at? I don't think you can shame anybody for doing that. I went to Cal State LA, which is not an HBCU. I applied to some HBCUs. I didn't even get in, so fuck them. <laughs> also, you know, you also have to remember uh, for for folks that want to shame folks. Uh, yeah. There are other people that have an exact opposite opinion of you. Just like what you, what Dino was saying of like, um, like the people that want to like, oh yeah, I want our community and we want to rebuild and we want to be strong together. But there's other people that look like, well, you know what, the world is this way, and I want to live in a world. Some, and I want to work in a world that's more like the world that's going to be when I get out of college. Right. But that's the part mm-hmm. that tears me because I always think that we need, like, as African American community, we need some type of camaraderie. True. So I don't want to tear down or say that the HBCU is not, you know, it's pointless or we don't need them anymore because that was before segregation. I just feel like it has to be some type of happy medium, a middle ground. That situation has to work for you. That's the thing. Exactly. For me, I never want to be in a homogenous Mm -hmm. situation. It's one of the reasons why I don't live in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It's too many niggas. <laughs> it's not enough diversity for me. I'm serious. Right. I ain't got nothing against niggas, but I need to be around other people. I want to go. I don't want to be around. I don't live in San Francisco. I don't want to be around a bunch of gay people, all gay people. <laughs> 
I need some straight people in my world too. Right. I need I need to be I need diversity. For, I, I thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. I really do. I like people that are have a different POV. I learn more about the world around me, and I feel like my life experience is better because I know people that are not like me. Yes. Okay. Since you touched on that, I'm, I'm I want I kind of want to talk on this this anyway, and since you kind of opened the gate. I'm gonna go there, even though we're, it's taking us a little bit off off track. Um, they've been discussing. Well, it's not it's not anything new. It's been tossed around the black community like forever, and you know about about blacks, and it's it's something that Farcon, Minister Farcon, has pushed forever. Mm-hmm. It's for us black Americans to have our own country, mm-hmm. some land of our own. Mm-hmm. That we can. How do y'all feel about that? Because me personally. I got some mixed feelings about that. And I'd I don't be a tourist. Think, I don't think I would not want. I don't. I do not think I would want to live in a, a country. Uh, no, everything late. <laughs> <laughs> everything close up early. <laughs> well, it's I mean, gonna be the, it's gonna be the, it, you know it say was, what you will. It's gonna be the same shit, but but with black people, yeah. like the yeah. rich person, people with, with power and influence and money, gonna rise to the top whether they're qualified or not. <laughs> and I don't want to live in a world where Don King could possibly be president. Oh, God. I don't I think just, we should. I definitely think that. Um, African Americans helped build this country, and we are definitely owed something. Whether it, I don't know if we should get our own, if we need our own country, but we definitely helped build this one. So we definitely need something that's ours. They can give us a couple of states. I would definitely take that. I might not move there, but I would definitely go and. And I don't think it should be black only everything. I just think that the you know the majority of the African Americans. But how are we gonna get past read. this if we? Okay, so our ancestors had to deal with way more shit than we have to deal with. Right. Yeah, we, you know, not to say that that what we're suffering isn't real. Right. But it's not quite as bad. No. So we've not. got we we definitely made some progress, and yes. I understand the frustration that like we should be further. Absolutely. But I don't think segregating ourselves is going to get us there. No, right. I don't think we should segregate ourselves. But I definitely think that we should get something. For what we, for what Absolutely. our ancestors have, done. I want to be yes. This because whole notion, they didn't get anything. This whole notion of make America great again, which is saying like let's take back any rights we've given to anybody that's not white mm-hmm. and male or just white and mm-hmm. whatever, uh, is cray cray. And when I yeah. hear those neo Nazis saying blood and soil, I'm like, uh, my ancestors' blood, blood is in and the soil. soil. This part. is they soil Hello? too. Um, so what about that? Mm-hmm. What right. about that? You know, Crispus Attucks. You heard of that? Heard of him? Oh yeah, blood and soil. Yeah. The uh, the the uh, black American who died in the Revolutionary War. The first mm-hmm. person to die. Yeah, wow. first person, right? And he was actually black and, and slave. Wasn't he yeah. a slave? He was. Yeah. I don't think he was a slave. No. Um, but he, he was. He was. He was. Yeah, he was a free man, and yeah. he was black and Indian. Indian. Mm. Yeah. You see, like. So niggas been claiming that they mix with Indian for a long time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You wrong for that. I went back to Christmas attic. Good lord, that shit is old. You know, I got these cheekbones in this head. Are you Navajo? No, I'm a Chicago Uh, uh, hoe. Oh my 
This is my no. cousin. She's stanky hoe. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, I'm telling you. But yeah, they time. they talked about that on the uh, no, the the, the uh, no nonsense show, and I just kind of wanted to bring. Cause I know it's something that we've always, like I said, you know, in our black community has always gone around and Minister Frederick. And I'm like, how serious is he about this? Because like, I don't, know, I, I don't think it. I want that. I support it. Really, because you just said though that you don't think segregating ourselves was the answer, but then you are down but for us getting our own country. She wouldn't live there, but she thinks it should happen. Yeah, right. I think but, it should happen. So you, I mean, I don't think that so we sec- should that we should get get um get some states and then kick all the other races out. No, I don't think we should do that. Well, then how else would it work? That um, that's what I'm saying. We have to find some way where people can reap from the uh, from the businesses. Some people can reap from reap from everything that's been going to be created the same way that people reap now. So I'm not exactly sure how it will work fiscally, mm-hmm. but I don't think that we should have our own. We should definitely have our own states. And y'all can have them southern states. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not about that. There's about no, fi- there's that. about 50 million black people in, in, in America. And, and guess what? There's about 50 million uh, people in California. So I say, give us California. Oh, yeah. We'll take, we'll take Cali. And then all the non black people that live in Cali got to move someplace else. See, now that's messed up. <laughs> well, they can't, we can't, how else are you going to do it? I don't know. Tax them more, pay us more, pay us. I don't Trust know. Trust me. I don't if, know. Give us some land. If a, give us some land. Give us a piece of land. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what does have your own country mean to you? Like, no, if it's I, not, I don't understand how you can, like, I, I don't even understand how this is working in your mind. Like, is, is it a, a country for black people, their own country, or not? Yeah, no, it's a country for black people, our own country. Okay, so then that's how, you know about Israel, right? 1948, mm-hmm. Israel, that was like Palestine. It belonged mm-hmm. to Arabs or whatever. Well, the United Nations, they took some land and said, okay, the Jews, this is now your spot. Y'all got to raise up out. <laughs> right. Not, Which is why, this right. is why they have beef. You know, a, a big part of the reason why they have beef. It's because the the Palestinians never got over that. Yeah, I don't you know? think that's cool. Well, okay, I think, but 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 the Jews are still benefiting from having that from having that land in some way because of stairs. So I'm, it has to be a way where even if we don't kick the other races out, we can still benefit from having. But that's them what he's saying. But that that's happens, not- <laughs> it's going they gonna get kicked out. Mm. Yeah, because so, it's not your country if you just keeping everybody there i don't think they're necessarily gonna have to kick them out because i trust if black people start running they're gonna, they gonna leave <laughs> they're gonna run <laughs> white flight that's, that's real but i just think everybody should know they should just divide up the land give us all something and then that's ours mm. it's ours it's ours it's not yours it. anymore you can stay right here you can live you can pay me to stay here but, but, but why if you don't want to pay me uh, you can leave but why shouldn't we just benefit equally from all of the country that's all i'm saying that's fine too i'm just saying however they want to do it <laughs> <laughs> however they want to do it it should happen it's something like that needs to happen reparations now come on farrakhan i'm with you <laughs> i ain't following no farrakhan i used to live in chicago i'm not no 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 i'm with the reparations i am with the reparations i'm with giving us what we deserve from what our ancestors have done Um, i'm with reparations i do feel like black people have not been given what they need to really get ahead in this country still like people we're getting there Mm -hmm. but the is systemic that we are held back yes still today yeah and in 2017 and it's 
weird to me. I guess it's not so weird, but it, with the recent neo-Nazis and KKK and alt-right stuff coming forward, the white people are going like, oh my God, this country's racist. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's what you think I've been talking about the last 25 <laughs> years to you about. And you're going like, oh, isn't it great we have a black president? Oh, we've come so far. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I can't get a job like you can get a job. That part. And they're like, oh, when I don't police- think that's true. Oh, you're going to tell me now? Hmm. Come on now. Exactly. And people want to people want to say that, you know, when when police get behind me or when police are near me, you know what I'm saying? I feel some type of way. I don't care what anybody says, whether I'm doing something right or doing something wrong. I feel some type of way. And just that alone right there lets me know that there is something wrong it's something not right and it's something that's unfair and unjust being going well we on. live in different america still we, so we do, you, we you do. guys watch vice so, land yeah of course i love, I love that channel so I you know it. they had a great it wasn't even a commercial it was just like a little piece that they used to show a short film and they would just ask these women um how do you feel when somebody at a store asks oh, you um can i help you yeah and it's that the black girls are all like oh my god i don't know why they need to find the right to help me right. and blah blah why do they i call look me like right? i need yeah. help or something and all the white girls are going like oh i think it's so great they're that they so just get nice. public they service and the customer you know caring about me it's literally a different world it's that we're living in the world. same thing can happen and black people have a different reaction because the way we're treated versus white people yep Based mm. on that, we need our reparations now. So, huh. well, I'm on fire now. What you got next? Then? <laughs> yeah, I'm hot. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm ready. Well, Deadpool two is in production, and uh, there was an unfortunate event. The the um, well, I have the story here. I'm going to play the clip. We have an update now to some breaking news that we continue to monitor. Vancouver police just confirming a female stunt driver has died on the set of Deadpool 2. It was a stunt gone wrong. Her motorcycle crashed into the Shaw Tower just before 8.30 this morning. The stunt, as mentioned, was for the film Deadpool 2, which has been shooting in the area for some time. But VPD just confirming that stunt woman has died. And for more on this breaking news story and heartbreaking story, we're joined by Jordan Armstrong, who's been at the scene since this story First broke, Jordan, the heartbreaking update that no one wanted to hear. Yeah, the sad confirmation now from Vancouver police. The stunt rider working on the set of Deadpool 2 has died. It was around 8.20 Pacific time this morning when a stunt went horribly wrong, a stunt involving a motorcycle. We watched once during rehearsal how the stunt was supposed to unfold. A female rider was supposed to come down the stairs of Jackpool Plaza. A source tells us she did that four times perfectly, but on the fifth take, the throttle somehow engaged and she went flying right across the street and into the ground floor of Shaw Tower, partially into the studio of Shaw TV. You can see the broken glass on the ground there and in the background, the stunt rider's bike. Here's what some witnesses told us. So we're running on the sidewalk. Motorcycle comes flying over this, looked like off a ramp because it was in the air, standing on the bike slams into that building clearly hit and out of control and clearly not planned there didn't seem to be a big panic i thought maybe it's part of the movie you know and a stunt person but uh, it looked so out of control it didn't to me didn't look like a, you know it looked like an accident 
Now, we don't have the stunt woman's name. We don't know how experienced she was. In the meantime, the filming here at Jockpool Plaza has shut down. No word when it could resume. Large police presence in downtown Vancouver. Streets around the convention center, Canada Place, shut down. Uh, we watched the victim being put into the back of an ambulance. And when we saw her, the situation didn't appear good. She wasn't moving. The ambulance was on scene for 45 minutes before it left without lights and siren to the hospital. And again, the sad confirmation now from Vancouver police, the stunt rider has died of her injuries. Back to you. It's heartbreaking all around. Thanks, Jordan. That's terrible. Well, that's sad. And, what, and the stunt woman's name was J- Joy? Joy J.C. Harris. Joy yeah. Harris. So that's very unfortunate. It's been a, it's been a tough week for, uh, for stunts because yeah. uh, Tom Cruise was also injured doing a stunt no, nowhere near uh, <laughs> this to this extreme but yes uh, this was a black stunt woman too mm-hmm, yeah yeah, yeah he, tom cruise was he was jumping from one roof to another roof and had a misstep and uh slammed himself into the side of, a uh, of a building he too old to be doing his own stunt came away limping he too old to be doing his own stunt and that was uh for mission impossible six a million he's working oh, on oh, mission impossible six, six. Okay. yeah <laughs> a million <laughs> that's funny <laughs> And the uh, the first one, in case you didn't catch, that was for a uh, Death Pool two. Oh damn! Uh, excuse me, Deadpool, Deadpool <laughs> two, and uh, that happened on the the fourteenth uh, August. But see, this is something that um, is because I do stunts, so this is something that I'm always really you, you're so you're I'm a stunt, you're, stunt woman. You're a stunt yes, woman. yes, I am. Now, do you do like real stunts or do you um, like? I'm do... not certified to drive, so okay. I don't do any driving stunts. I don't do anything like that. But I do hand to hand combat, um, handgun fighting, um, and tactical running. So and how did how did like how do you become like how did that happen? How do you become a stunt woman? Um, you train, you practice, you work with other people that are do stunts, and they will certify you. Or you go to certain schools, and you can get certified to do certain things. Really? Yep. Hmm. How so, long have you been a stunt woman? Since 2010, 2011. Have you done any, five any, years. any stunts that we have been, might have seen? I've been shot and killed a couple of times. So <laughs> on, on, not, nothing on the big nothing no, on the big screen. Nothing on the big screen. Um, okay. Oh well, I've done. Um, I can't believe it's not butter commercial where I had to pass out. So I passed out into a, I can't believe it's not butter commercial. So I did that. Or did you fall into a vat of butter or something? I fall, fell into a crowd of people because it was people. like, okay. yes. Yeah, so Ooh, that's scary. It was okay. <laughs> they caught me. I would rather fall on a mat than people. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, can you trust everybody? No, you can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, but they caught me, so it was cool. And um, then I've been shot and killed in a play. That was the first thing that I ever had to do. That was my first time ever. I did a play and I had to be shot and killed. Um, squib, fake blood, the whole 9,000. And then um, the second time I did a shirt film, I had to be shot and killed. I had to wear the the little pack and I had to do a knife fight against a gunfight. Obviously, I lost and I was, <laughs> I was shot and killed. So, mm-hmm. And then the third thing was the butter. So I wanted to get into driving or I was told that if you wanted to make a lot of money, the the higher paying jobs were the driving because you can do the Kia commercial. I mean, the car commercials, you can do all types of stuff and you get paid really well for that. But the one thing that I noticed when I went um, into a lot of auditions, people not even just me, not for stunts, but I went into auditions for regular work. Um, that, and I would tell them that, tell them that I did stunts. They weren't taunt, turned on by that because if something were to happen to me while I was on set doing my own stunt, 
then the movie is done. Right. So it doesn't benefit them to have me Dude, doing my own stunts. Right. Yeah, it's not a plus. It's a it's minus. Not a, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So just based on that right there, it's it's dangerous. You can hurt yourself. You can kill yourself. People die all the time. Even the actors yeah. who are doing stuff die. Well, right. the big so, movie stars do it out of ego. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's yeah. no reason in hell why Tom Cruise needs to do his own stunts. Considering they're on Mission Impossible Six, and if something were to happen to him, that's it. The but that's an A dog, Alpha dog thing, you know. Like Will Smith still does his own stunts a lot of times, you know. Some of that, like, I guess I, people say, "Well, you're not a real action star right. if you're not doing your own stunts." But that's ego. That's ego. Yeah. Because I don't want to break my body up. I'd rather leave it to the professionals. Leave it to me. I'll do it. Agreed. I'll fight your battles. I'll get shot because those are the people that are there to do that. Tragically, sometimes things happen. Wow, I can't believe we got a, a real-life stunt woman on the show. Yeah, That's crazy. That's this, pretty exciting. I'm telling you, and it's dangerous, too. I've been hurt and all, it's all kind of stuff. It's not. It's exciting, but it's not exactly fun. So you're the thrill-seeker type? I am. I do like yeah. the, I do. I am. You like motorcycles and uh, skydiving and all that, that I, shit? Mountain skydiving, climbing? Skydiving, mountain climbing, all that stuff. I can't ride a motorcycle, but I want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't skiing. know. Yeah, all that stuff. All that. I'm not sure if I want to do stunts for it at this point, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely want to learn for sure. Wow. All right. Okay, so let's get into this week's uh, Pip's Broke Ass Hacks. Bitch better have my money. <laughs> Yo, it's Pip again. You know, I got my broke ass hacks. I am broke. I'm always broke. I'm broke like the Liberty Bell. I mean to tell you not to be fixed sometime. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So this week's broke ass hacks is actually uh, one that I've been doing for the last three years. You got to get yourself a broke ass hack buddy. Mm. Now, I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. This is really uh, this is a real thing. I do. I do this. So, you know, nowadays uh, you have Hulu, say Netflix, things like that. These streaming <laughs> oh, services. Oh, I know. What, I already know where this is going. <laughs> get you a buddy. Oh, y'all hell yeah. split that money. <laughs> and y'all get because you can stream from they, they can stream from their house. You can stream from your house. Mm-hmm. Right. So you because you allow to have multiple devices on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I only got one TV. I very rarely watch that stuff on my um, phone. phone or things like that. I ain't got time to be doing that. I don't, and I'm trying not, not trying to look at little tiny TV. I'm always trying to see the big TV. I'm old. So, but I do have a friend that I, set, I, I split my Netflix with, I split my Hulu with, and I split my HBO Go with. So I have mm-hmm. all those things, but I pay half the price. Awesome. Yes. So that is my broke ass hack of oh, the is. week. Yay. I use that hack. Me and my neighbor, we yeah. sh- we sh- uh, split Wi Fi. Yeah. There that, does your one. neighbor know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just I, saying. Gotta, I gotta, you gotta collect the money. <laughs> That's a good one too. I, I, sh- I actually have roommates, so we, I'm, oh, we're yeah, trying to do that with go. nobody else because it's already slow enough with the three of us. So, so, I, so last night when I was at my my friend's house, Letitia's house, and her husband James, uh, I, I, my my uh, internet was for shit. So I asked if I could hop on their Wi-Fi. <laughs> and why this nigga's uh, Wi-Fi uh, name was? These nuts, <laughs> and he's like, "You want to hop on these nuts?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> like, what? Oh shit! Yeah, exactly. My Wi-Fi. Like, I don't even want to say it because 
so many people in my neighborhood come try to get the Wi-Fi. I have to hide my Wi-Fi box and tell people I don't have Wi-Fi because my neighbors will come and ask me for the Wi-Fi code. And I would have to be like, no. <laughs> I'd be honest, actually. We talked about hacks earlier. My, but my Wi-Fi name is unusable Wi-Fi. So you look mm. at it, it don't even look, you'd be like, unusable. We can't use that. Keep going. Yeah. Scroll past mines. My neighbors mm. is mostly USC kids. They know they're way more tech savvy than me. Mm. I'm like, if they want it, they got it pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was going to pass up this topic um, for this week and maybe talk about it, but I just keep I keep getting you know these uh, messages about it. There's this secret NFL boycott going on amongst black people. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about this on air like this because you know we definitely got people who are not black <laughs> listening to this show. <laughs> you mean the man cop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, I think, you know, it's based on – and see, my, my issue with it is – okay, there's a couple of things. One, I'm not an NFL fan, but even if I, if I were an NFL fan, I wouldn't have a problem with the idea of boycotting them if I was totally on board with the boycott. But the, my problem with it is that it seems to be based on the fact that Colin Kaepernick did not get signed to a team in the offseason. Now, like I said, I'm not a big NFL fan, but – I know enough about football to know that he, he's, he's he's a little controversial. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, he's the guy who started the whole take a knee thing during the the, the national right. anthem mm-hmm. for the football players, and it kind of spread a little bit, and you know it became much ado. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of white people, had a lot of venom towards him and different things and whatever. So it came, you know, became a big source of controversy. And people, black people, feel like he's being blackballed from the league, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why he's not on the team. Yeah, no, uh, that doesn't help that he was controversial, but that's not the reason because that's just not how it works. I think in it's sports. about his skills. That's exactly what I think. It's just like the Jaron Collins thing all over again. Um, the the uh, the NBA player who came out as gay after he after he had retired, mm-hmm. mind you, he played a full career in the NBA. Then he retired. He was mediocre at best, even while he was in his prime. He came out as gay, and then he tried to get back in the NBA. He's a twin, by the way, um, and he could not get back in. Well, he was a mediocre play, player in his prime. Right. He's past his prime, you know, so he's less than mediocre, and he's old. Right. That's why he didn't get back in the NBA. It didn't have anything to do with him being gay, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, I remember that. Yeah. So, it's the uh, be honest, from the No Nonsense show and I had this discussion and he kind of disagreed and said it wasn't an apple to apple comparison because Colin Kaepernick is much more talented than mm-hmm. than Jason Collins and while he agreed that we both agreed that Jason that uh Colin Kaepernick is much more talented he's still not a star that that's clear he's not a star he's not even a starter so he might be above average you know that's part of the controversy on Colin Kaepernick is like how exactly how talented is he in it or is he not um, the one thing that everybody agrees upon that he is not a starter, he is not a superstar. And if he were, they he would be playing for yeah. somebody. No matter how he could kill three white people, and he'd still be starting. Mm. That seems to be true. <laughs> I mean, we've you know we've seen people beat their wives and girlfriends, yes. and 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 go to jail for dog mm-hmm. fighting and all kinds of stuff, Come and still get back. their job back. Come on, so back. obviously, yeah, it's the money talks. Yeah, so, so he's yeah. bad. He's not good for business. I, right. I, I feel like it's I feel like it's that he's not good for business. I don't feel like it has anything to do with his playing ability because, like you said, it he's it an absolutely above, does. He's an above average player, so I don't feel like he would have a problem. 
moving on to another team as any type of second wing player or a third string but, player. But he first can, of all, it, it's, it's not universally agreed upon that he's above average. Yeah, there's some I've people who that. think he's above average, and then there's some people who think he sucks. Right, and so there, people kind of split on that. Um, like I said, it is universally agreed upon for the most part that th- no one believes he's a, a first string quarterback or a superstar. That is agreed mm-hmm. upon. Let, let's take it out of the sports world for a second. Make something like just like everybody can relate to just a job. Okay. All right. You got your job. You work as an administrative assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're fairly decent. You get your work in on time. Um, you're on time, generally speaking. Um, but you're you're very political and you speak up. Now, your problems as a, as a worker in particular is, say, uh, you... You get things in on time and you show up on time, but you have a lot of mistakes in your work. You have a lot of typos on your papers. Right, right. Uh, sometimes you don't give the, your boss the, their messages on time and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Not often, but it happens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it does, it happens enough that when it does happen, people go like, you got to, I keep telling mm-hmm. you, don't do that. So you got some issues on your record, mm-hmm. right? And you're a troublemaker. Why would you people want to keep you on? That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I just feel yeah. like it, as an administrative. Okay, so let's say you don't stay on with that company, but as an administrative worker with this experience and all this, wouldn't you be able to go out and find another job at another? It wouldn't be that hard for you to go and get another job. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but there's only so many <laughs> maybe, maybe NFL teams, though. There's, right? And there's say, a, you know, the there's pool a is much pool. smaller, much smaller pool. Yeah, so, so that's not exactly a fair equivalent. I don't know. I don't. I don't but, think it's right. I feel like any other third string player, a second string player. Because obviously he's not that he's not a star, but they wouldn't have a problem with getting traded. But I feel well, like that's not necessarily true causing- because there's several every every season there are plenty of players who don't find jobs, and he's, yeah, he's not I, the I, only one. I feel like he was hit that he wasn't terrible enough no. where he wouldn't be able to go find another franchise that would take him in. On, on some level, and I feel like because of this controversy, they're not, and I don't feel like that's fair. That might be true, but that's. You know, there might be some truth to that. But like I said earlier, before the, we started taping the show, whoever said life was going to be fair? Sometimes it just is. It's, it doesn't make it right. Well, it, it, it make, doesn't make it right. It makes it what it is. It doesn't make it right. This it's is, happening, uh, so it's uh, going to be what it is. Right. Regardless, life is going to be what it is. When, I leave, when we leave this show, it's going to be what it is. But that don't make mm-hmm. it right. It's I, not right. I like the idea of the community mm-hmm. standing up for him. Yeah. I do like that idea. Um, I don't know personally. I'm not. A, I don't watch the NFL. Me neither. And it's not that I'm anti-sports. I just never was a football yeah. person. Um, I can go to a live football game and have a really good time, mm-hmm. just being at the event. But I never sit down during football season yeah. and watch football. Football is a long game. Mm, a lot of it's games. Slow. It's not a lot of games, actually. It's very sh- few, actually. Yeah, uh, very few. It seemed like it's a lot to me on Sunday. I feel like they on every channel. It's all day. Um, well, God. during the football season, yeah, but yeah. the football season is only about eight, ten weeks. You know, really? it's not it that long. It feels like eight months. No. Oh, God, it's, it's not that long. It's just that it's uh, during that time. That's when everybody gets their games in, and oh. so people are sort of focusing on. If you're a big fan, I'm not yeah. a big fan. So I have a friend who I, has three TVs, and they're all split screen, and he'll have two games on each TV every Sunday, and he wakes up at six o'clock in the morning with his fantasy league, ready to get it in, like it's a job. 
I, 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 you know, if you're a fan like that, you're a fan like that. I'm I more can't of an understand NBA it. Fan. I don't even really even understand how the game works. So <laughs> I know how the game works. I'm just not a game. I just for know me. you got to get the ball across. And if you don't, I don't even know what that means. But you, that's what that's the point. So. But I do, I do appreciate the community standing up. My, you know, oh, my, yeah. my, my mom and my auntie both sent me. The yeah, video. The video. Yes, <laughs> I wonder if I'm gonna get kicked out of the the black meeting since I, I like it's supposed to be a secret. Well, isn't the point though? A boycott is letting the, the man know. It's a man cot. I, I know maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly said this is not a boycott. It's a man cot. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna play the video, so it's too long. It's, well, it's, it I was is. like, is uh, they still? What are they? Are they still pulling their shirts down? This video is long as hell, and I was more offended that they only said take out take those two hours and spend them with your kids or go mentor two hours that's it we can't get three hours four hours just two hours like come on now like that's i don't, we, you I should, don't think you know. i don't th- i think you took it a little too like literal i don't he think said, they were saying- take those two hours and go spend time with a boy or child or girl mentor them or with your child or with your children he, okay i wouldn't have been watching <laughs> i wouldn't have been watching the games no way so I wasn't going to watch the games. No way. I've never seen him play a game. I only know him because of the media. And uh, so it really doesn't affect me, me personally. Yeah, well. So, But I am behind the idea of the community supporting him, whether it, I, I really can't say about this. Yeah, it's hard I'm for me to get too, participant. It's hard for me to get too mad at it only because, you know, uh, I, I'm... I, I'm down for what he did and, and I stand behind what he did and yeah, believe too. in what he did. So even if people are not totally you know if they're somewhat misguided in their attempt to stand up for him i appreciate that and i'm still so i'm, I'm not totally mad at it but I, i'm a little bit a little bit mad at me it. too, me too. <laughs> I, I agree with, with the that. with the concept huh. but that video was hilarious i was like is this real <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's get on to our uh kj's hq's Okay. Uh, if you were to have a threesome with your partner, would you want it to be someone you know or a stranger? Mm. Ooh, let's start with you, Pip. Um, that's this is a really hard question. Actually, I would say stranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want if because I'm not a. I, I've never had a threesome. I, I'm. I'm I've never had a threesome with a partner that I have, but I could see that happening um, for sure. Uh, <laughs> no, for sure. If they down, I'm down. Um, but I don't think it needs to be. So- I don't want it to be somebody that I know that I have to deal with after that in- sexual encounter because it just seems too. It's too. It's too close and too messy for me. I don't want. I don't want the person around. I don't want any possibility that they and my man might have something outside mm-hmm. of right. that mm-hmm. afterwards. Cut you out of it. Yeah, that that's a and that's fear on my party, you know. But that's that's real. I think that's a. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's, that's a. Legitimate. Yeah, and mm-hmm. typical. I think that's you know, very typical. I have I have some family history that has not had to do a threesome, but I my stepfather left my mom for my mom's friend. Ooh. So, you know, that's that's yeah. a weird yeah. thing in my brain I don't ever want in, in my world. But a stranger yeah. that's like they know the deal, they know the score. Sayonara, thank you for, for the good Coming. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. See you at the bar. Again, that would be baby. my that would be my answer. I would rather a stranger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dejon? Um, I would have to agree with uh, Pip on this one. I've I've never had a threesome, and I don't see myself 
um, ever having a threesome because I, I'm a lot of fun when it comes down to the bed. So I don't even know if we're. If you where had the a threesome, would you admit it? From. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If I had a threesome, I would tell y'all. Okay. I would tell everybody. Oh, I've had threesomes. I've never had a threesome with my partner. Oh, oh. yeah. I've, I've never had a threesome, ever had two people in one bed like that. I've no, had never more me. than two. You see, I've never, I've never had that experience. <laughs> so, um, but if I were to have that experience, right. I would want it to be with a stranger. For sure. I would not want that person to have any deep connection with me or my partner. Let's keep it fun. Let's keep it light. Then let's go on about our life. Period. Okay. Let's see how it would have to. I'm going to go the other way. Keep it interesting. I would say not not as a married person, though. As a married person, I wouldn't want. I don't think I'd want to do a, a, a. Well, I don't think that's part of the question. Goes, so let me do it like this. Married me. Married me, if married me had a, a threesome, I'd prefer to be a stranger. However, if single me, and I have to say this, I, there, I don't have a whole lot of regrets in my life, but I'm not one of those people that have no regrets. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand those people. Who the fuck are you that you have no regrets? Fuck you. Right. You're a liar. Yeah. How do you not have <laughs> any regrets in your whole fucking your life whole and life you're older lies. than five? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> lies. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Anyway, I don't have a lot of regrets, but one of the regrets I have... As I passed up on two threesomes. Ooh, not one, two. not yes, two, two different threesomes, and I don't regret. I regret the second one a little bit, but I really regret the first one. Uh-huh. And both both opportunities were with a pair of uh, female friends, and I I would have so single me would have preferred it to be friends, I guess, because that was the opportunity that was presented to me twice. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, but the question is with your partner. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, oh yeah, they weren't well. Mm. Wait, I was still that's the twist. Okay, I was still single, but I had well, she was my girlfriend, but I wasn't married. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's still partner. a partner. All right. Yeah. All right. No, I thought you was talking about like two. The, yeah, the second outside. one, the second one that I passed up were two homegirls, two girls that I'd had no relationship with. Okay. One of them was a uh, what do you call it, a homie lover friend, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was her homegirl, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, that's the one I passed up on. The second one I passed up on. That I don't even know why I passed up on that. Well, I, I do know why I passed up on that one. Well, the second time I the second time I passed that one on that one because the the homie lover friend was already catching feelings mm. and it was starting to get you know Indeed. and then to bring somebody else in I think that would have just made it even worse. So that there was that. And then the first time I passed up, I was young. I was like nineteen, and I was like I was naive and like I was like I was. I was offended. Like, how could you be okay with me being with you know, instead of thinking, instead of like looking at the fact that it is too fine, girl, right? Right. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, and like, what hell? Yeah, I should have. But I was so like not confident in my own game with one woman mm-hmm. at the time. Like, I I probably it probably would have been a disaster anyway, even yeah. if I had a you know. But sometimes I feel like I should have just attempted it just to, to just to just to see. And even if it would have been embarrassing, then at least I could. I don't have to tell people that it was embarrassing. I just tell people I had a threesome. And they yeah. don't have to know that it was embarrassing. They're going to think know? you cool just off that. Right. But I was a simp and I passed up on it. I have was no like, desire. I was like, why? Why would you? How could you? I, I was turned little bitch i just would turn into a bitch so let me, so let me ask y'all because you guys are you guys are entertained by this so what what intrigues you about a threesome 
What is exciting about it? Well, for me, it's just double the good, all the stuff that's good about sex, just twice as <laughs> twice as much. Yeah, you don't two think times it's... the titties, two times the booty, two times the pussy. What's not the like? You don't think that's too much work? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> two times the well, work? like too now, much fun. Well, back oh, back, Lord. like I said, back then I was worried about that, which is why I turned it down. But oh, now, okay. not, not that I'm a stud, but I'm you know I'm quite a bit older and have a little bit more experience than I had then, so I'm a little bit more... You think that you could handle it? I think I could... I definitely could handle it better now than I could then. Like, I don't know to what extent. I'm not saying, like, I wear both of them out. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna get wore out. Somebody probably gonna get ate out. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's how how it goes. That's the truth, though. Like, that's what I... Okay, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, you, you can't have sex with two people, literally. You can't put your dick in a vagina with two women at one time. So no. While you have your dick in one woman, you got... Well, <laughs> it's all kinds well, of possibilities. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of okay. math. There's a lot of... All right, well... There's different ways to do it. There's plenty of movies that show you how. Yeah, I've seen them, but... <laughs> but I just, you know... So it can be done. Make-believe in real life is always different. So, you know, I, mm. that's why I have to ask. What What is it's it? It's kind of reality TV, though. Okay. So. Well, nowadays it's reality TV. Yeah, so you know. So you pair what is intriguing for you? Isn't I'm it? not gonna talk about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. I, no, because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'm not, I'm gonna Y'all didn't see his face. He gave me that. Mama, don't come over here with that look. I'll tell you why I'm not gonna share it. Because honestly, I, I, you know, I, if I start talking about, it, I'm gonna be real, and mm. it's just too, it's TMI. I'm okay. already a TMI person, yeah. and I, trust me, our listeners don't need to know. Thank trust you for that. Me. I don't need to know either. Thank I want to know. I'm gonna ask them after Thank this you. show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wrong <for> that. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> now that's disrespectful <laughs> you know what that's disrespectful <laughs> okay uh let's go ahead and uh get to the mail All right. Uh, who wants to read our mail this week? I'll read the mail. All right. So our mail this week comes from Jonathan Jennings, and he wrote in, I just finished listening to the newest Shiznit show, Cuzzo, and I dig the new crew. The show feels a little bit more laid back. Pip is funny, though I don't hang around too many gay dudes, so he's an interesting cat, and the chick sounds cool, too. I dig them. <laughs> we dig you, too. So cat and the chick. Shout out to uh, Jonathan Jennings. That's my little cousin. And I want to say thanks a lot, because he's a, a big supporter of not only the Shiznit Show, but also Pot of Thrones. He's a hell of a, a Game of Thrones fan. Awesome. And... Uh, yeah, he's a real good dude. I'm real proud of him. He's a he's a he's a uh, uh, video game designer. Awesome! Wow. So yeah, shout out to my little cousin. And uh, while I'm giving out sh- shout outs to cousins, shout out to my other little cousin, uh, Lashante Bryce. Thanks for listening. And my niece Rochelle uh, Moore, who also support and listen to the show. I appreciate awesome. you guys. Yeah, thanks guys for listening. And, Thank uh, you to everybody for listening, and we appreciate yes, y'all. Everybody. But especially to my peeps, because I, 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 I'm not going to lie. It, it, uh, there's a lot who don't listen. There's more mm-hmm. who, who don't listen th- than do. Mm-hmm. And it, sometimes, you know, I mean, for the most part, I'm over it. But I'm not going to lie and say it doesn't make me feel some kind of way sometimes when, like, 
you know, it's free. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really? I'm like, like really? to support me, all you have to do is listen to my show. I it's am not, telling you. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to do anything. Really, all you have to do is just listen occasionally or whatever and, and give some positive feedback. And it would mean the world to me. But you fuckers can't do that. I'm so, telling you. You know, don't be all on my team when I blow the fuck up because you, you get no love. I had somebody, somebody write in underneath the show comments um, last week because, you know, you guys know I came mm-hmm. late. So they wrote underneath the show comments, I didn't hear you, so I turned it off. Oh, Uh-oh. wow. I was like, so Ouch. you're an <laughs> asshole? Like, wow. what? Wow. People are rude and dis respectful so at this point i'm just kind of like i know i have people that that listen in we have fans that listen in and really enjoy our show so yeah I, th- that's who we do it for we do it for them and just to give you guys an update i've gotten like you know comments here and there since we come back and uh it's almost 100 unanimous that people are feeling the you guys the the new crew or Yay. or filling us this, this new team um, there's, I got one friend who actually I'm gonna go ahead and put her on blast because I saw her last night and I mentioned her on the show uh, several <laughs> times already. Leticia, she said hey, that, um, she has a hard time with change. Therefore, her opinion is she has still not rendered an opinion of the new guys because she's uh, mourning the loss of Charlie Bell and Weasel. That's Aww. fair. So, That's so fair. right. That's she fair. should also yeah. know, and you know this already, I, I'm a fan of them too. Right. I was right. listening because I like listening to them too. So I get it. So um Aww. there was that and then the only other not not that that's negative, but the only other comment that was slightly a little negative and I don't want to cuz I don't want to be that dude that only tells the I want to give it all. You mm-hmm. know, I'm get it all. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I'm not reading her feedback is because she didn't actually like send it in as in the letter. It was like a comment or something. Mm-hmm. Um she uh, kind of had issue with Pip a little bit on the last issue on when we were talking about ushers. And the thing I asked her, like, what is it like? And then it was one of those, I don't exactly. That's another reason I started not to bring it up because she doesn't even know what it is. She just said that she doesn't know if she's feeling them right now or it's something about him or whatever. And uh, uh, something about she didn't like the way he was riding for for the big girls or something. I don't know. What? I don't know. But, big girls need love too. But then I always she, stand up for I'm a big dog. bitch. I need all the love. But then she came at me too, though. She tried to come at me for. Um, she came at me for. Oh, she said that if she was my wife, <laughs> oh. I would have been sleeping on the bus stop for uh, the stuff that I was saying when uh, Dejan came into the studio, and I was like. What you did I say? Her. I said I said she, she smelled good. I said she smelled good. I said she, I said she smelled like like strippers and fairy dust. There you go. I, that was I thought that. And was I really said nice. she was. I said she was half naked. Yeah. I did not comment on any of her body parts or anything. So what did I do that I would have been sleeping on the bus? First of all, I don't sleep on the bus for no fucking body. I'm, I'm about to say, is she married? <laughs> like, is she married? She's not married, well, but there she's you got go. a boyfriend. Oh. Well, there you go. I, that That's, there you go. <laughs> well, don't, don't be too hard on her. She is a fan, and she's entitled to her opinions. Okay. Absolutely. Whatever. And uh, I told her I wasn't mad at her. I was, like, I was surprised at her opinion, and I think I, I feel like she she knew that there was an attractive scantily dressed woman in the studio <laughs> right. and the well. and the and the the wife in her or the woman in her felt some kind of way about it oh. and put herself in my wife you know cuz i don't yeah. think she would have cared for it and whatever so but i'm like but i didn't really do anything i really didn't say no. anything i no. said she smelled like strippers and fairy dust and she was half naked mm-hmm. oh, you know i didn't well. say you know her 
her her ass yeah, you was this or, me her was, or you know, anything like right. that. What the heck? Right. Oh, well, so okay. you know, well, I guess so. why would I be? You know, but, but anyway. that's how it's gonna come. You just yeah. I guess it's just an attractive woman sitting in here. So whatever. I don't it's care. all right. I, I don't mind. I don't right. mind negative. People. I don't like it, but I don't mind it. Right, especially when it's constructive, which you, which I feel like it so, was. So also, so how do you guys feel? Y'all want me to come um, dressed with more clothes on? I want you to come dressed as Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act. I can't. I'm not shaving my eyebrows, no. off, so that's out. This, <laughs> not this shaving is my a, eyebrows. This off, is that's a, out. This is a safe space. You can come dress however you okay, will, as cool. long as you all the way covered up. There <laughs> as long as you don't come with anything look, less than you had on that. Look, boom yard. Boom yard. Is, yeah, boom yard is once a month. So next month. Trust and believe y'all go see me in here looking like I'm ready to go to Boom Yard again. So y'all don't know what I'm going to be wearing. Well, that's fine, but it it won't be a shock because we'll be expecting it. Exactly. Boom Yard. Well, well, I'll be looking for, I mean, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I see you when I see you. (laughs) Right? Right. (laughs) I'll be here. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Well, that comes, uh, that that wraps up another uh, episode of the Shiznit Show. Yes, it is time. It's one is that time once again. But uh, the cool thing is that you guys don't have to rush off today. So we will probably uh, take care of a little business afterwards, and still, you know. So it's an end for the the listeners, but not an end for us. I don't Yay. think so. We'll see. But um, yeah. So until next week, you know, for uh, Pip Lily. Hello. For, Good night. For uh, <laughs> the wonderful Dijon Monique. <laughs> I'm Dino Red saying holler at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.